Hello. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Load of Old Waffle, the show where we waffle on about films, TV, other things. News. On, film news. On we do the that. box. Film Just news. Stuff. We do do film news. We have some film news this week, including some Razzie nominations for your favourite film. Razzie. Razzies, yep. Do you know what a Razzie is? No. It's the Golden Raspberries, the, 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 the fake Oscars, like the... The awards for the shittest films. Oh God, I thought you'd invented a new describing word. No, 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 it's a thing. It's a thing, that's good yeah. to know. Anyway, I'm Mike. I'm Katie. We're off to a flying start. I'm <laughs> learning. Yeah, that's all, That's what this podcast is about. It's Educational, probably. we can tick a new box. Um, Don't let your kids listen though. This week, we do not have much to talk about in terms of news or trailers or what we've watched because the UK cinemas just haven't put anything in the UK cinemas are having a serious drought. They really are. You can either watch Avatar 2 or Megan, and we've already watched Megan, and Katie's already watched Avatar 2. So uh, we have the Scream 6 trailer, the Dungeons & Dragons trailer to talk about. We have some Avatar 2 news. We have some Morbius news. Whoa! Um, we'll give a little bit of a BAFTA nomination, Golden Globe win segment, and then we'll do a main topic, which we're going to do... We're going to look back at the last 10 years of Pixar and DreamWorks and see who we think has had the more successful decade. And also maybe a little bit of why we think they're not as good as they were in the early 2000s. But as always, we have to start with Katie's trivia. Oh, scary moment. Now, we haven't watched anything, and I normally base your trivia around what we've watched. So you have three fairly random questions. Uh, one incredibly random question, and one that, two that are a little bit linked. What year did Puss in Boots come out? Question one. Oh, God. So Shrek 1 is 2001, Shrek 2 is 2004. Mm-hmm. If only I'd asked those questions. <laughs> <laughs> two out of two. Maybe. Uh, 2000. Correct, yep. Yeah, it was this, it was this uh, century. Uh, nine. Uh, uh, 2011. I was going to say 10, so. Um, do you want a question about Scream, or do you want the very random question next? Throw them at me. You pick. Uh, okay. What year did Scream come out? I think this might be your first no-pointer. Like the, the original original? The original original, yeah. 97? Oh, 96. So close. Oh, I thought it was as old as uh, you. And now the really random question. Uh, how many lions live in England? <laughs> Time of recording. How many lines? Oh, but I don't even know where to. Like, can you give me like a ballpoint reference? Like, is it lions are the the animals that like the big manes. <laughs> so wait, is it like hundreds? Is it no, thousands? No. It's less than a hundred. Yes, it's much less than a hundred. Um. They're only in zoos. Remember, they're not like we don't have them in. No one has them as pets. All right, Tiger King. <laughs> um. Dated reference. Thirty-four. Oh, overshot it! Really? You've, no- you've knocked it so far out away. It's it's you've lo- you've knocked the ball out of England because there's only nine. Nine. Nine little lions. Yeah. Oh. I think two of them are at Chester Zoo. Okay, this is just the the first thing I found. To be fair, there could be more than nine, but according to the the very limited research I put into this joke question, <laughs> there are only nine, which means you've got your first ever zero pointer. Um, oh well, I'm sad now. And that is sad. That's a sad way to start, which means things can only get better, and that's always good. Um, let's go that Scream was a 6. That's a stupid question, Mike. Or Dungeons and Dragons. That's the point. We've got to make people laugh. Scream 6 <laughs> or Dungeons and Dragons. Well, let's just scream since you've already talked about it and upset me. <laughs> um, I'm excited for this. I think me it looks really too. good. We I like, love Scream. I like everyone they've added to the cast. Uh, they've obviously brought Samara Weaving in, who was the bride in Ready or Not. Yeah. Although I think I think she'll be the Who's opening there? scene. I think she'll be the first death. Yeah, maybe. Brought in. Um, Don't see her at all. Else do you? Really? No, the guy from Spider Man, who I, whose name I don't know. The wig guy. He plays the bully. No. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, we like him. And they've brought back Kirby from Scream Four, who in Scream Four looks really cool and edgy, and now looks Matt like. I really like the short hair and um, blazer with no shirt. Mm-hmm. Now she looks just like a, like a soccer mom. <laughs> soccer mom. That's what she looks like. Proper bouffant of a haircut. Hot soccer mom, though. <laughs> Are you excited for this? Gassed. Fucking love Scream. What do you think? It's very controversial. There's people have been kicking off about it. Ooh. About him. Uh, well, him. It could be a her. About Ghostface using a shotgun. 
<laughs> that was a fun noise. That was a very fun noise. Uh, well, it's it's like stabbing it. It's a it's a slash, slashy slash. <laughs> so. Well, it's like stabbing it. It's a slashy slash. <laughs> so you're against the shotgun. <laughs> There's that fun noise again. It's because we're going to talk about Pixar later and doing my dory. Oh, nice, yeah. Whale Talking sounds. whale. I don't know, Mike. You don't know your own feelings towards <laughs> this. this. <laughs> I'm, honestly, okay, my feelings towards it, I'm so excited for this film, I'm choosing to ignore it. So I suppose that says I'm not happy okay, about Okay, so you're it, not really. a fan of it. I think it's really cool. I think it looked really I cool really in the trailer. Like and he's obviously not going to carry the shotgun around with him. It's just in that scene, he's been presented with a shotgun. That's what I hope So he's is. got like the common sense to be like, well, I'm going to keep holding the shotgun. Yeah. Which I, I think is cool. If he, if he keeps the shotgun for the whole film and just starts running around with a shotgun, that would wind me up. And I wouldn't like that. Yeah. But if it is just that one scene of... Because the whole point of it is like the... I don't know how to explain what I'm thinking. This is a well, it's a slasher, isn't it? I get what you're saying. Well, yeah, it's a slasher, but a like Ghostface is like this, l- I don't want to say the legendary killer. That well, people he's, recreate, yeah. so you would honour the original yeah. murders and use the ori- original murder weapon. So, I agree. You know, but, you know yeah, I mean? No, I, I, I agree completely with what you're saying. But I, I just think in, in the instance it makes sense and I think it's cool. Yeah, I support that. Um, I'm excited to see all the cast. I'm still, I'm still I a bit... stabby stab, though. <laughs> I'm still a bit bitter about no Sydney. I know. I'm it intrigued just, to see how what they do with that. Really, it doesn't sit right, especially when Stingy has so much of a focus on the trailer. Um, I didn't like that Gail Weathers says Gale, in the trailer, like "You're here for me." Well, not really. No, Gail didn't say that. The new girl says that. Oh, General Ortega. No, the, her sister. Oh, Danny, Billy Lewis' uh, granddaughter. Billy Lewis' daughter, daughter, but I could not tell you what her name is. Is it Billy? No, she's called Danny, isn't she? Oh, I thought you said Billy. Oh, Billy Loomis, never mind. There yeah, we go. We got there. We got Danny, it. she's called. Um, yeah. Right, see, that's a problem straight away, I'm going to have to Google like, it. Sydney was very iconic, and she so far has not been. Mm. Like, Don't she remember was, any of the characters. She was names, outdone though. in the first film by her sister and her boyfriend. What was the last one? Scream 5? Scream 5. Also just called Scream for some reason. But yeah, I think, and especially with it being like a pay dispute that didn't, there was the reason. Um, oh, she called Sam. Sorry. Sam. Yeah, with it being a pay dispute, that was the reason Sydney didn't come back. It it doesn't. That's sad. Yeah, it's like the the person who kind of made the franchise. Yeah. Um, not that she did it single handedly, obviously, but she's a big part of it. Though. Yeah, and it's she's one the of the most part. iconic final girls of all time. So it's just bizarre that they wouldn't pay Neve Campbell what she asks for. Interesting to see um, what how it is without her. Yeah, and what reason they give for her not coming back? Just like, oh, I'm busy with my family and shit, shit, shit. don't kill her a, off. Oh, she's not no, like ki- died off screen. There'll be like a gale of a line, like, oh, I don't want to bring her into this one, I imagine. Um, like she's not going to see it all over the fucking news. Yeah, and people won't be ringing her like, huh, they try and get you again. Hmm. And also yeah. they would try and get, they would definitely try and get her. Of course they would. I don't know, that's what they've um, done for the past five films yeah we don't have long to wait for this this is march so it's very exciting i was just thinking that the last one was only 22 right? yeah it's they really pushed it through straight around. away yeah and then we also have in march dungeons and dragons Woo! which um we watched the trailer maybe 10 minutes before we started recording this and katie was very pleasantly surprised i was pleasantly surprised not that i thought it'd be bad or anything i was just like oh yeah well you hadn't seen anything of it had you no. you hadn't seen the first trailer no the only thing i know of dungeons and dragons is they talk about it in stranger things yeah and now I want to play. <laughs> I don't think it's quite as cinematic as um, as the trailer of the board game, but no, it looks good. Yes, it it's is, a mate. really fun cast that they've assembled. Don't ruin it for me. <laughs> really good cast, and um, a lot of the jokes land in the trailer, which that's what I, I thought. I never laugh at a trailer. Yeah, that it's um, Justice Smith. He was in the Voyeur film. Yeah, and he was in uh, Justice. Is that his name? Yeah, his name's Justice Smith. Yeah. Justice. Yeah. Cool you don't believe me, do you? Google it to double check it. Yeah, he was in the Voyeur film. He was in Detective Pikachu. He was in. What a bloke. What a fucking mint name. It's a cool name. It's a very cool name. It'd be cooler if it was his last name, though, like Danny Smith Justice. Justice. Well, no, you'd have to change Smith. Smith doesn't work as a first name. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm quite excited because it looks kind of like Indiana Jones meets Harry Potter. Like, just a fun, old-fashioned adventure film, but then with all the mythical 
fantasy elements thrown in. I, I think it looks really good. Yeah, me too. I thought all the effects look really good. Yeah, the CGI does look good, which is, was something I was worried about with it, because when you make a fantasy world, there's probably going to be CG in every shot. Yeah. I'm not sure who the bald character was that's wearing the big red cloak thing. No, I don't good. know either, yeah. I don't know if they were supposed to be a big name or... Yeah, we don't know. Uh, but I, just like, I like that Hugh but Grant yeah. keeps taking on fun roles. He did Paddington <laughs> yeah. 2, he did The Gentleman. It was called The Gentleman, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then now he's doing um, Dungeons and Dragons. And he was in Knives Out as well. He had a little brief cameo, didn't he? he was yeah, Benoit Blanc's husband. Yeah. yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I think yeah, it looks good. I think it looks very good. And again, March. So we've got a, a really packed March. So oh, waffles waffles will be busy. Yeah, we want to be talking about trailers. and um, So, on to our first bit of news. Um, Avatar 2 has become the sixth film to pass $2 billion globally. Um, and the craziest thing about that is that three of those films were directed by James Cameron. So, the original Avatar and Titanic. Original Avatar and Titanic and Avatar 2 now, yeah. That's, that's mad, that, isn't it? One a decade he's doing. One a decade he's, he's breaking $2 billion. Wow. Do you think Avatar 3 will? Yeah, to be honest. I didn't think Avatar 2 would do this well. So no. I just can't see it kind of wavering. Yeah. Um, I think... I suppose if the story... Again, I haven't seen 2, so I can't really say it. But if I the story... You are going to go, though, aren't you? Well, yeah, daily. If my dad ever decides he wants to go. <laughs> uh, he's like, don't go and watch it. I'll definitely go. And then won't watch it. <laughs> Leaving me like cinematic limbo. <laughs> um, well, you don't have to worry about going out of cinemas, Mike. That's true. All that's yeah, on. It's still number one. It's like in its sixth week. Yeah. But again, that's because it's just been fuck all else. Well, yeah. Other than Megan, which as we specified last week, if anyone wants to listen, uh, we thought was rubbish, and apparently we're the only people in the world who didn't like it. Yeah. Literally the only people in the world. I went through letterbox reviews to see if anyone felt the same as us and stuff. I did as well. We're just like, we're outcasts, because we don't like that rubbish Megan. M3gan. M3gan. M3gan M- 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 2.0 better be better. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so you've seen it. Are you excited for Avatar 3? Yeah. So you'd go and watch it again, yeah? Yeah, I'd go and watch it. Would you be more excited to watch Avatar 3 than you were to watch Avatar 2? Well, this is a bit of a weird point I'm going to make. I was so, so not looking forward to Avatar 2. Mm. Really didn't want to watch it. Three hours, 12 minutes. No fucking thank you. I was just being a good daughter and going and watching it with my dad. Mm -hmm. So I went in with, like, the bare ass of an expectation. (laughs) The bare ass of an expectation. Just a pure moony. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just did not want to watch it at all so I was really surprised because I actually really 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 enjoyed it <laughs> the moony of an expectation That's, <laughs> that is funny so now now I've really enjoyed it I'm kind of I'm excited for three but I'm going to go in with the expectation of I'm excited for this oh and then so it, it might disappoint pl- yes yeah, so it can't pleasantly surprise oh, shit. me anymore yeah, that's, that's a risk very risky um, speaking of something that definitely just all over the place Mark I don't want to do myself <laughs> Speaking of something that didn't pleasantly <laughs> surprise anyone, probably the cinematic equivalent of a Mooney, Morbius. Uh, it didn't get much love at the Globes, the BAFTAs, and it probably won't get much love at the Oscars. Aww. It got a lot of love at the Razzies. Um, yeah, it got... Again, Razzies are bad. Sorry. You, you, we explained that. <laughs> Did it? <laughs> Whoa! What a success story! <laughs> you would have got great money on that. <laughs> the Razzies are the golden raspberries, like a raspberry, like a, like a fart noise. Oh, so it's a piss take? Yes, what? it's a... I tried to explain this several times. Yes, it's bad. I'm just... There's so much going on, Mike. We had this exact want. conversation at the start of the podcast. Yes, I remember doing that. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, been nominated for Best... Uh, worst Actor as well, so Jared Leto. Oh. He's in with a shout, yeah. And you thought I was mean putting a Worst Actor thing in, in our hot seat rounds. Oh. These actually give someone an Oscar. It's going to be a sad bat. Well, not an Oscar. He, oh, he'd definitely be a sad bat. Oh. Probably the saddest bat. That's really sad, though. Not really. He's very, very rich, and he is rubbish in it. <laughs> My eyes are like tearing up because I feel really <laughs> sad. <laughs> um, That's a mean thing to do. Do you think we'll get? Um, do you think he'll ever come back, Morbius? He better do. Better prove those guys <laughs> wrong. <laughs> I, He's quaking in his little back cloak, <laughs> furious. I'm so intrigued to see what they do with him, and whether they do anything with that nonsense post-credit scene. <laughs> Exceptional stuff. Uh, I just loved the ignorance of Morbius of them just yeah. blindly thinking that anyone would watch it would just blindly accept that it was good. Mm-hmm. And they put no that. effort into it. No one. We are in the MCU, honestly. We are. Look. Yeah. Look, it's the vulture. It makes no sense, but he's here. 
Uh, spoilers if you haven't seen it yet the vultures in it um and it makes no sense so you're probably just as good hearing it on a podcast as you are to actually watching it i love morbius <laughs> uh we have done a drinking commentary for it uh back in the day the audio might not be very good though so maybe we'll do, maybe, maybe we'll redo it sometime maybe we'll do go back and do morbius again if he wins a razzie then yeah you want to do that if morbius wins a razzie <laughs> we'll do it well, it's I'll definitely going to win a Razzie, isn't it? It will probably win one Razzie. I don't know. It's only got five nominations. Uh, Blonde's got more. Really? I thought Blonde yeah. was supposed to be good. Well, Blonde's also got some Oscar nominations, but it's also, yeah. Mm, okay. Um, do you want to say, well, the glo- the Golden Globes have happened. Um, there were some nice winners. You look really... Everything we Everywhere All once won a few. I just, do, do, you wanna, do you have any thoughts about the Globes? Nah. No, no. Oh, you want to talk about that funny video of Andrew Garfield flirting with oh chicken shop um, girl. chicken shop girl outside? That was nice. That's that's good content. I hope they had a good shag that night. Do you reckon they did? I hope so. Because they did it outside like the GQ Man, Man of the Year awards as well. Mm-hmm. So I think they're like just doing a lot of award show foreplay, and then maybe years down the line they like build it up like like on a video game when you like you have a, like a super meter. Mm. So they're just charging up their super meter, their shag meter at the minute. And then when that gets like gold and flashing, that's when they're going to do it. Yeah. Probably on a red carpet. Because they'll build the super meter up so much that it'll be close to exploding. Yeah. Way, yeah, maybe. Um, right, I would get... like to see them flirt more. It's fun flirting. It, it is, is fun, fun. flirting. Um, because she's so awkward and he's so charming. They kind of counteract one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fabulous. Her awkwardness doesn't work against his just... Incredible well, charm. she's not awkward. She's just very direct, which makes him awkward. Well, yeah, but I think when she does chicken shop day, she puts on an awkward personality, doesn't she? Mm, um, yeah. Right. Pixar versus DreamWorks. Last decade. Last decade. Face off. So we're doing this because we've covered. Well, we we will be releasing our drinking commentary episodes on Shrek One and Shrek Two over the next two weeks, as well as we watched Puss in Boots One, and we'll be watching. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, when that hits cinemas in February the 3rd in England for some reason. Nonsense. Absolutely nonsense. Right, when do America get it? Uh, before Christmas. <gasps> yeah. They got Someone it Someone nominate a Razzie. That's unbelievable. <laughs> nominate. Um, and so we've watched a lot Treatment of Treatment of the UK. Razzie. <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> UK cinema deserves better. And obviously we've seen most of the Pixar films. Um, but we thought looking back at Shrek and stuff, animation for us anyway kind of peaked in the 2000s, like the 2000s, 2010. So we thought we'd look back the last decade, see well, we, what they both put out each year and which were better, basically. We, like, I think, um, so the first one was Toy Story 1 in 95. Yeah, from Pixar, yeah. So the episode, that's not even 30 years ago. It's about 25 years mm-hmm. it, when they first started coming out, which is our literally our lifespan. Yeah. So I feel like when we got to our teenage years, so like you said, mm. the last 10, 15 years, that's when it's just I agree. weren't as good. I but agree. I'm curious to look back and see if that's just because we're not growing up with it anymore. I, did, I, I, I kind of, I thought that as well. But when you look through the list, there is a bit of a pattern as to, I think, why they aren't good and a lot that you look at and think, oh, I don't remember that. Whereas, so we're going to start from 2013? I would say 2012. Okay. Because we're only at the start. But before you properly look through the list, what would you say would have won? Mm, I'm a bit biased because I've been scrolling through the Pixar list. Okay. <laughs> well, fair. So, fair. Um, what about you? Did you have one in mind before you looked? I, w- I always lean towards Pixar because I just don't. I thought DreamWorks yeah. only had Shrek and Madagascar. Well, I, yeah, all I'm thinking of is House of Training Dragons, so yeah. I probably would have picked Pixar anyway, which is probably why I subconsciously picked the Pixar list to look at mm-hmm. first. Okay, so what were Pixar's 2012 releases? Or release, if there was only one? Yeah, you'd think I'd be on it, but I'm not. You would You would have thought. <laughs> so the 2012, mm-hmm. their only release was Brave. That is the one about the girl in Scotland. Yeah, with the um, bow and arrow. Straight away, I can't remember anything about it. I have not watched it. Which leads me to believe it's not very good. Um, I kind of like that they were doing something different. They were telling like a... Um, well, it, it was like that thing of... The representation of has always been a problem in these films. And they're kind of fixing it now. Mm, but yeah. like... Uh, focusing on like, I don't know, Scottish people wasn't probably the most... Int- the, the, 
the right way to go with it when there were so many cultures completely like left out of these movies um again I, I, that's yeah, that's that's not a good year for pixar no. brave at all um and then there were actually two films from dreamworks in 2012 Ooh. which is a big win straight away from dreamworks um first of all we had madagascar 3 europe's most wanted which i okay. have seen um and is fine i, I just, don't love the madagascar I'm just films gonna, I'm just gonna pause you go on i've just go- i just thought google how much brave made oh you know do box office as well good idea Let's do a bit of box office it made do you have guess mike how much money do you think it made 300 million 540 0.4 million. Okay, I'm surprised at that. I'm surprised that's a fuckload, isn't it? But it'll be interesting to see if, like, because at this point, I imagine there was still some goodwill left from the films that had come before. It'll yeah, be interesting okay. to see how quick Pixar and DreamWorks, I suppose, kind of lose that. Um, so, have you seen Madagascar 3? No. I like the original Madagascar, but not enough. I didn't, like, rewatch it like I've rewatched the Yeah, Pixar. Uh, Madagascar was never one of my favourites. I don't I even know if I watched Madagascar 2. I liked the I little guy who said, move it, move it. Julian, Julian, Julian. Yeah. and I like the penguins. Um, I actually <coughs> found the four main characters quite boring. Mm, like, I don't yeah. think they were very interesting. Um, yeah, so number three, I think he's they're on the run from like an, an angry pet control lady, and they obviously they oh, travel okay. all across Europe with a circus. I think it's one of them where they're kind of stretching the concept as thin as possible. Um, yeah. I imagine that made good money though. Google because it and again you kind of got to give them credit for they made um franchises that were so popular that a lot of them got to three entries how many oh did madagascar three get it made seven hundred and forty six point nine million wow and then they actually had a second film in 2012 as well they had rise of the guardians which i haven't seen Never and i that. remember it looked it looked bad i think it might be about an owl about an owl or an owl boy an owl boy. I could be wrong. I think it's about an owl. What's it called? Rise of the Guardians. It's a 2012. Uh, oh, oh no, it's not. Oh, it's got. Sa- oh, it's the one with Santa in. It's the one with Santa and the Easter Bunny, and the Tooth Fairy, I think, and they all like team up, and it um it made 306 million. Wow. So that one's a bit of a flop for them, because it cost 145 million as well. So they probably just about broke even on that one. But then I'd probably give the 2012 win to DreamWorks just for Madagascar 3, I think. Not just in terms of box of I think if I had to watch that or Brave, I would probably rather watch Madagascar 3. Yeah, I'd have to base it off the same thing. But um, then, I don't know, maybe I'd watch Brave because it was something different. Yeah, true. Uh, you've told me the name of the third one three times and I've still forgotten it, so it, it really isn't sticking for me, so I'm not going to pick that one. Yep, yeah, fair. Rise of the Guardians. Rise of the Guardians. Yep. Yeah, um... Just making me sad because it's making me think about James Gunn killing all my favourite characters. <laughs> how many uh, How many DreamWorks? No, you're doing Pixar. How many Pixar films were released in 2013? In 2013. Bear with. Bear with. <laughs> good that you're always prepared. One list. 2013, just one. Just one again. It's a good one though. Ooh, is it Monsters University? It is Monsters University. Oh, yeah, that's one already. Because I don't like either of the DreamWorks ones. Um, good film. Good film. And this one got a bit... This one wasn't as well received as I thought it should have been. Yeah, I kind of remember thinking that, that people... We really enjoyed it, didn't we? I don't remember I anyone. think it's really good. I, I think, think a lot of people our age as well just didn't watch it. Yeah, but I think I think it's... I think it's, I don't, it doesn't feel as much like, let's just bring them back and do the exact same thing as some of the other sequels do. Yeah, we'll get to it. But Incredibles two, I thought, was a bit disappointing for that. Monsters University actually did something different. It showed you a backstory. It showed you how they met. It showed you how they became enemies with Randall. I just thought, yeah, I liked, like, yeah. I liked how they made it a prequel, like you said. A lot of funny, a, ca- kind of a lot of funny new characters in there. I, I think it's really good. Yeah, me too. Um, and then for DreamWorks, well, just pause you there, mate. The box office, bad, tanked. Really? Go on. Uh, 268.5 million. Wow. Can I just, I'll just say, I'm not doing a lot of research. I'm literally just Googling it and going off the first thing that, you know, when Google says it at the top. Mm. You know, you so could just click that and it will tell you. That would be helpful. Yeah. I should do that. You should, yeah. 
Well, we have a list where you just click it and it takes you right to the article. Okay, he's been opening the new tab and typing in each time. What are you clicking? The actual the film's the film? name, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so in. Do I have to read then, though, Mike? No, you don't. Just scroll down to the bottom. Scroll down to the bottom of the general info. Not to read. Scroll down to the bottom of general info. I'm going to have to do some editing on this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to chop some of this out. Oh, yeah, my Google's very wrong. That says 743.6 million. Would you just Google in America or something? Yeah, just America. Oh, yeah, we need global. Oh, fuck, I've been doing US. Oh. It's okay. We, we won't go back. We won't go back. <laughs> um, in DreamWorks, we had Turbo, which is the film about a snail that goes fast. Oh, yeah. And The Crudes, which is like a caveman film. Um... Have you seen any, Mike? I haven't seen either of them. The Croods has a great cast. It has Nicolas Cage, Ryan Reynolds, and Emma Stone in. Um, and at, at, for all intents and purposes, it's quite good. Um, it has a sequel as well, so it, again, spawned a franchise. DreamWorks are good at that. Yeah. Although it's like franchises that, and especially later in the list, they do this. It's franchises that, like, I'm like, who's watching these? Like, how, like... I don't know anyone that's watched The Crudes, and again, I know we're adults. Well, that's what I mean. Maybe but kids are watching them. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like it's the sort of thing that would appeal to kids, just a bunch of cavemen. Mm. The ideas don't feel, even only two years in, as fresh and exciting as they were Yeah. in the earlier decade. Um, but still, this one, from a budget of around $150 million, made $587 million. Wow. And then Turbo, surely Turbo didn't do very well. Uh, they had a classic tagline of, he's fast. They're Furious, which is always good to link to Fast ah. and Furious at every chance you can. I love that. Yeah, this was a big flop. 127 million budget, box office 282.6. Um, basically, the, the, man's, um, the man's concept was uh, Fast and Furious with snails. Wow. Uh, I, I Yeah. People don't want to watch that. I get the no. idea of a snail being funny. Might be a good joke why, for a one-minute scene. Why make a scene. joke film though about exactly that franchise it. that is a joke? Cause it's so it, shit. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. Katie loves Fast and Furious. She can't wait to cover it for our drinking thing. <laughs> uh, our drinking commentaries that come out every Thursday. Uh, twenty fourteen. What are we looking at? Fuck me. There was three in twenty fourteen. Well, that's good because there was nothing. Nothing for Pixar. Nope. Wow. Well, I'll just 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 pause. Um, luckily, everyone, um, <laughs> when I've been killing the box office. For all the previous films, it has been the global one. Oh, okay, It was good. just Monster University that was wrong. So okay. we're, we're back on track. Monster um, University made 743 million globally. Nice. I'll ensure to put globally on the end of my Google. <laughs> you, don't need to put, you don't need to Google it. You just click the Mike, link. I'm very stressed. Um, so three releases, two both in franchises as well. First one, though, was Mr. Peabody and Sherman, uh, which I remember seeing the advert for. I remember seeing the advert for. Um, didn't watch it, though. Even though it has a dog, it has a dog in it, but I don't like the way the dog looks. He has a really, really long forehead, and it, uh, oh, it I bothers remember, me. I actually remember that. He, yeah. Yeah, very long forehead dog. Yeah. Yeah. It's upsetting. His eyebrows are halfway up it as well. Very strange. Uh, that was a bit of a tank. 145 million budget. Box office 275.7. Then we got on to How to Train Your Dragon 2. Truly exceptional. Uh, great Whoa, film. Whoa, we've not had one. Yeah, because it came out before. Oh, before... Before 2012. Oh, fuck. Really supports our point even more. Yeah, exactly. Dream- so even up to this point, DreamWorks are so reliant on franchises at this point because the ones that they're doing that aren't, Turbo, Mr. Peabody and Sherman, are, are flopping, yeah, with flopping. the exception of the Croods, I suppose. But um, How to Train Your Dragon 2 is really good. And it's it's more of an adult animation, I would say, than a, than a kid's animation. Across the whole How to Train Your Dragons, though, they're quite dark. There's death and there's war and there's, like, moments of animal cruelty mm. they're not like particularly pleasant to watch the whole way through number two is the saddest film you looked at me like you disagreed at first and then you've just gone into like a dark deep depression just thinking about <laughs> number two i was well I was thinking because you said it's an adult animation but it's fucking not the well, not in not you just thought you were as an animation you went straight to porn i did not you went straight to porn. I was you thinking could see her the... right now. She's just thinking all about porn. I just can't concentrate anymore. <laughs> no, I think it's still a child's film, just like not. I Turbo think... is targeted for little kids. 
I, I think this is. This I don't know. What age would you show a kid this at? I don't know. Eight plus. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I, I think. Well, Turbo's probably five plus. But I think this is as much a film for adults as it is for kids. Yeah, but all all these films should really be hitting that mark. Yeah, that's what I mean. But they to don't. To an extent. They don't. A lot of them are just. Mm. Adults aren't going to want to go and watch the Crudes or Turbo. No, but an adult dog. doesn't look at the How to Train Your Dragon market and think, I want to watch that. Do you? Mike! Do you? Do you want to watch yeah. How to Train Your Dragon? Are you I an adult? I like it, yeah, no. Do you want to watch Turbo? <sighs> no. I will argue with your point, even though I completely agree with it. <laughs> Don't do the sarcastic voice. <laughs> uh, budget, $145 million for How to Train Your Dragon 2. Box office, 621.5. So it's a very successful franchise. And then we get into a spin-off. Penguins of Madagascar. So only a year, no, two years after Madagascar 3 as well. Penguins of Madagascar. I mean, we're in a franchise as thin as you possibly can. They should have done that instead of 3. I agree. And also, like, the, the like major characters in it. It's not like they needed a spin-off. The Puss in Boots mm-hmm. don't get a huge amount of screen time in Shrek. The Penguins are pretty major characters, really. Um... This made three hundred and seventy-three point five million at the box office from a budget of one hundred and thirty. So again, people are tired of Madagascar. That's a yeah. big drop off from uh, from the Madagascar three. Twenty fifteen. Did Pixar make a film? They did, Mike. Go on. They actually made two. Nice. They made Inside Out. Great film. And really the good, good film. dinosaur. Have seen not very good. Have you seen the Good Dinosaur? I have seen the Good Dinosaur. I have not yeah. seen the Good Dinosaur. I watched the Good Dinosaur. It's on ITV on uh, Boxing Day, I think, one year. Wow! So Inside Out on the bo- on the box office made eight hundred and fifty eight point eight million. Inside Out for me though is like the classic Pixar film where it's like yeah, a, that's a, the highest a, box office we've had though, isn't it? Yeah, but it's like an amazing idea. Yep. That then the visuals are like so creative to match like mm-hmm. Angus red and short and. You know, like, joy is... Uh, yeah, yeah. Sadness is blue and short. And, like... Mm-hmm. So it's taking this, like, cool idea of, oh, what if the things inside your head were alive? And, you know, it's like they controlled it like a machine. But yeah. then, like, making this wacky story that will appeal to kids as well. There's enough jokes and stuff in there for adults as well. Yeah. It reminds me of Wally, Toy Story, um, Monsters, Inc., Finding mm-hmm. Dory. Mm-hmm. Finding Nemo, sorry. And mm-hmm. then they just stopped making ones that were that creative, I think. Mm, and they relied yeah, a lot on sequels, especially as we get later into this list. Is whereas it out of a sequel? They're doing one. Uh, yeah. Um, whereas if you look through this list as well. Very great. Inside Out was just a really clever idea. Really clever idea. Um, and you can see why an idea like that works, where it's like a, just a fast snail that might be funny in a trailer is not going to be satisfying for a 90-minute film. Yeah, it's just there's not enough film there, is there? Yeah, and I think maybe that's where I lean towards Pixar over DreamWorks. I think in Ooh. general, Pixar's ideas are, are developed better. Yeah, they are. You are right. And it's a more entertaining experience throughout. Whereas a DreamWorks film might have a couple of really funny jokes that you might laugh more at than you would at a Pixar film. But you're not going to like that. Like we said, like neither of us really like the Madagascar characters. You've got yeah. a lot, if you have four main characters and we don't like really either of them and we came we were probably prime age when Madagascar one came out. I went to see it in the cinema. Yeah. You should be warming yeah. to at least one of them, yeah, definitely. I don't really know what they did wrong there though for that. I don't know why I don't love any of the characters, but I just didn't. No, I don't, yeah. Just yeah, and a bit annoying. Um Yeah. Good dinosaur. The good dinosaur at the box office. The budget was about hundred and seventy five to two hundred million. Wow, that's huge. And it made three three two point two million. I can kind of. I just feel like dinosaurs had been done as well. That's it goes from Inside Out, which is a really creative idea, to oh, we'll do a dinosaur film. That is a. It does feel a bit like meh. meh. Yeah. Um. In twenty fifteen, on DreamWorks side, they made Home, which is a film about an alien again, which is not very creative again. Original. Yeah. And also, this is like loosely based on a children's book. Which I think a lot of these, a lot of the DreamWorks stuff is based on books or mm. um, comics or, you know, that sort of stuff. So this made 386 million from a budget of 135 million. 
So again, like the their original ideas, they're not really coming through, but I kind of get it because like aliens have been done before. Yeah. It's nothing to make you go, oh, I desperately want to see that. I'm going to take the kids to that. Mm. Inside Out is clever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I've not seen it. To be honest, I don't even, re- I don't really remember the name of it. Home. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, clicking on the poster, I've seen it. Um, but I, I didn't remember. I couldn't have t- even told you what colour the alien was until I clicked on the poster. Nah, no Do you idea. I guess. I'd guess green. Purple. No Yeah, nice, nice alien. Twenty sixteen. Halfway through. Twenty sixteen was a good year for oh. Pixar because we have Finding Dory. Okay, yeah, good. Again, we're starting to get that sequel reliance. Yeah, true. Um, true. But I, I liked Finding Dory. Oh my Do- god, this made a shitload of money. Did it make more than a billion? Yeah, yeah, the I budget was two hundred million, box office just over billion, one point zero two nine billion. I think that's like an example of like striking when the nostalgia iron is at its absolute hottest. Though, like <sighs> everyone yeah. who'd grown up with that film was kind of at the age where they had their own money to go to the cinema now, and it's also going to still appeal to younger kids. It's it's kind of just ticking every box that really. Yeah, so Finding Nemo was two thousand and three. Yeah. So 13 years later. So if you went to watch it when you were 6, you were 19, you'd still go and see it. Yeah, very true, very true. So it, it's clever. Um, I don't think it's as good as the first one. Because no. it's just the same thing again. Um, I really, I remember really liking it. This Is it the dad like... who gets lost in that one? No, like it's Dory. <laughs> no, I thought Dory was... Dory goes looking for her mum and dad, doesn't she? That's it. Mm. That's it, yeah. But she keeps forgetting where she is. But Nemo and Marlon are in it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't remember shit. <laughs> like Dory. I can't believe Much that like made a Dory. billion. I am like Dory. That's why I was doing my whale noises before. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I can see why it made um, like... that much money because there's a, the huge market for animated films if you get it right, which I think is why we both kind of look at the last 10 years and go, it's a bit meh because yeah. so many have got it wrong rather than right. Um I don't know if they both just had such a good start. It was really, it would have been hard for. Oh, I agree. It's hard to keep up the creativity of like a Monsters Inc. and a Shrek and a Madagascar and a Australian Dragon. And although I think everyone I named on DreamWorks side is based on a book, so <laughs> they are they are much the, the, the less original DreamWorks. But I suppose like Kung Fu Panda is really good, and Kung Fu Panda three came out in twenty sixteen. Uh, oh, making really? I didn't realize the original ones of those were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That old as well. So they made that made five hundred and twenty one million from a budget of one hundred and forty five million. I don't think I've seen the third one. I think I saw two and no. thought that was not as good. And I kind of got this thing where DreamWorks after the sequels got worse. I think How to Train Your Dragon is the only DreamWorks franchise that doesn't get worse over time. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I skipped that one, and I think the the box office is reflect that. Yeah, they people do. give up on them. Um, which is odd because they are doing a Kung Fu Panda four now as well. Was it? Yeah. So, be interesting how that does. And then they did Trolls, which was a big hit. I yeah. have seen. Uh, I watched it with my brother when he was little. It scared the life out of him, made him cry. But it had drawn me in so much that I finished it. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Oh, fair point. Um, but it didn't make a lot of money to say this This earned a sequel, actually. I'm really surprised. I remember that being quite a big film. Yeah, I did. It made $346.9 million. I'm really surprised. I thought that would have been a lot more. Budget? Uh, 145. Uh, 125, <laughs> sorry. But it was uh, got good. Uh, it was well reviewed critically. Uh, it got an Academy Award nomination for the best original song for a Justin Timberlake song. Which one do you think it was? Twenty sixteen. I've no, literally no idea. Never. No. Oh no! You're right in the right era. Can't stop the feeling. Uh, yeah, his little troll man sang that. And then they had one more in twenty. Oh no, they didn't. They were the two twenty sixteens. So you'd have to give it to Pixar again that year just for the success of Finding yeah, Dory. Um, Right, 2017, I've got two. I've got two and they're both bad. My both pretty. Mm, well, go on, what have you got? The Boss Baby. Ooh. Again, like, a funny trailer idea shouldn't be stretched out into a full film, I don't think. What if a baby was smart and wore a little suit? Oh, yeah, that's funny. What if happened for 90 minutes? Oh, he'd probably wear thin. I ima- Yeah, so... and they've got a series and sequels. It's got a series and now. a sequel, and I think they're making a third one as well, yeah. Wow. I think this is another thing with DreamWorks that's worth talking about. They license all the properties out to Netflix to make terrible sequel shows of. Yeah. Where none of the voice casts return. Yeah. And I feel like it cheapens the property to the point where, like, when a third one comes out, it's like, oh, I don't want to watch that. That 
the kids can just watch sit at home and watch the Netflix series. Yeah, so it, true. It feels like it's damaging. I get that they get money off it in the short term, but it feels like it mm. really damages the theatrical releases because they're like, oh, I don't need to go and watch that. I can watch Kung Fu Panda on Netflix when there's six seasons. That's so true. Yeah, yeah. it's a really odd strategy that I just don't quite understand. No, um, same, I love How to Train Dragon. But, but that's got like three Netflix that, series, yeah, hasn't it? And yeah. they're not good. Yeah, even you, you you gave up on that after like, what, six episodes or something? I don't think it got that far. Oh, really? They, well, like you were saying before, the, they're not like the films where yeah. it is an adult can enjoy them. They're very, they're very childish yeah. and probably aimed more at younger kids who can't enjoy the films as much because they're a bit too complex yeah. or a bit too scary. That makes sense, yeah. Um, so there was the boss baby. So me as a 25-year-old had to give up on those series and I'm very annoyed <laughs> about it. <laughs> The Boss Baby earned $528 million from a budget of $125 million. So people wow. went out to watch that baby in a suit. They liked that They liked that the baby was in a suit. I remember generally at the time it, it being well-received. I mean, obviously not by me, an adult. But <laughs> <laughs> by other children. By I other mean, there children. was a trend afterwards where every baby wanted a suit. <laughs> you just could not move for babies in suits. You just couldn't buy a baby suit anywhere, Mike. The baby branch. The baby branch of Gucci. Made a killing, an absolute <laughs> killing. Uh, and then they also had Captain Underpants, the first epic movie, which I'm really surprised they weren't able to turn into a franchise because Captain Underpants books were well popular. Yeah, there's it's loads a little, of books. Yeah, it's a, just a kid who wears a cape and big underpants. It's a funny idea. And the fact that they can like make a film on the boss... Oh, fuck me, this was a huge flop. What? Uh, budget, 38 million. Box office, 125. Aww. Despite having a cast of Ed Helms, Kevin Hart, Nick Kroll, Jordan Peele. Um, I mean, it looks awful. I'll show you this picture. The animation just looks terrible. Yeah, it does look weird. It looks cheap. I wonder why they didn't put any money into that. Um, weird. But yeah, maybe that's... they're just over relying on them being successful books. Uh, maybe it must have been. Putting no effort in. It was the lowest budget for a DreamWorks animation feature film at the time ever. Uh, wow. And then again, they did the classic Netflix television series, um, and that's yeah. currently aired four seasons and three specials. Like. <laughs> It's just too much. It's just too much stuff. And then it kills the IP. People are like, I don't want to watch The Boss Baby anymore. I don't want to watch Captain Underpants anymore. Yeah, I've seen enough of it, yeah. I think that's a bad year for DreamWorks. I know that The Boss Baby has had spin-offs and sequels and stuff, but I think mm-hmm. that's a bad year. So we'll talk about Pixar. Mm-hmm. The first one, Cars 3. Bad. That Talking about um, rinsing a franchise for everything it's worth, there has been no storyline for... Cars 2 or 3. In Cars 2, Mater becomes a spy. And in Cars 3, it's just like, oh, did you like it when Lightning McQueen was fun and fast? But imagine if he was old and slow and lost every race and had a terrible, terrible crash and had to recover from injury. Would you like that, kids? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's morbid, it's depressing, it's slow, it's weird. It's So this, yeah. the budget for this was $175 million and it made in the box office 3.83. No. Three, eight, Fuck me, three I thought you were going to say 3.83 billion. I thought you were going to say it's no. the highest grossing film ever. No. <laughs> 383.9 million it made. Yeah, which is, it's not, it's probably more than that film deserves, to be honest. that It was bad. I don't know why. I mean, again, this is the start of, I think, overly reliant on sequels. Like, what else have we done? Oh, we did two cars. Let's let's whack a third one out. Yeah, it's just like, oh, yeah. we better get a film out. Too, yeah, maybe. exactly. I mean, I don't like the Cars franchise. I like Cars 1. Cars 1's really good. Just, but you just don't like it because it took you so long to, to pass your driving test. So at that time, Cars had scarred you. But it's difficult for me to make eye contact But now it. that you've passed, you might like it because you might mm. not. You might. it might not be a horror film to you anymore. There is still some resentment there. Like. <laughs> okay, better, better for Pixar is the second release in 2017, which was Coco. Oh, very good. Really good. Yeah, we were really moving. Anyway. Yeah, really, really both cried. Yeah, but really, really good story. Again, yeah, nice the original idea. Exactly. We yeah. Before that's been. I mean, for this to come out in 2017, in that oh, respect, they dragged the feet with it. Didn't wow, they? massively really dragged, dragged the, the feet, feet with it. it. I mean, it so, took them until whatever year the Princess and the Frog came out to have a, a black princess. Awful. Like Just crazy. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's a that's a good year for Pixar because. Yeah. Cars isn't great, but it's supposed to be rounding off a trilogy. It shouldn't have been a trilogy, but fair play. Rinse it for what it's worth. And then Coco yeah. was very good. So budget for Coco was um, about $200 million. Mm. Box office was $807.8 million. Oh, Yeah. 
It's a really good year. So well deserved though. It's a really yeah. good film. Re- loads. Of, I remember so all the kids singing these songs at the time. Really popular. Yeah. And another one that again explores like kind of important themes about family and death and yeah, like it was kind of refreshing well. to be honest to have a film about well how depressing that sounds about death. Yeah, but same with like, Inside Out. Like, yeah, they both explore yeah. really difficult topics. I think that's why they do so well because yeah, yeah. people relate to them. And and it, and then they've done two things there two like completely standalone, creative, yeah. unique ideas that have and even succeeded. if kids like don't relate to them yet, it's one of those films they'll watch again when they're a bit older and hmm. they'll re- kind of remember. And I feel like it's also it. funny enough to stand on its own two feet as well, even if you don't understand kind of the depth of it all and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there was not a release, a DreamWorks release in 2018. Wow. Katie just was filing her nails next to a microphone then. You will definitely have picked up nail filing. Sorry. You know when you, like, you cut it and it keeps getting caught and stuff? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> just for some grating noise right down the microphone. Sorry. <laughs> but Mike's, now Mike's paddy's over, we'll talk about 2018 relief for Pixar. Yep. There isn't one for DreamWorks, so it's going to win. It's going to win anyway. Incredibles 2? Yep. Yeah, I thought it was around this time. I thought it was going to be 2017. Um, I, I've rewatched this since watching it in the cinema, and I don't think it's very good. Really? I remember quite like it. I mean, it's okay. It's funny, and it's like, but it's. It, I just think The Incredibles would have been better as a one and done because I don't think it builds on anything. I don't think it makes anything. I don't think it's better than the first one. I don't think it. It just feels like a rehash, but it's the other way around. Like, Mrs. Incredible goes off instead of Mr. Incredible. Yeah. And again, it's just that thing of, oh, let's do a sequel for sequel's sake, I think. Probably a safe sequel for them as well. Oh, because... 100%. Yeah, it's a safer sequel than Cars. So this did very well. Over a billion again? Yeah, but yeah. the budget was 200 million. Box office, 1.2 billion. Yeah, so it's a huge, hugely huge successful profit, yeah. year. And I kind of wish that they'd done that and Finding Dory and then left it with the sequels and not done Cars. Although I know I liked Monsters University as well. Yeah. I suppose that's the thing with Pixar. And, um, oh, and they also did Toy Story 4, which we will talk about, which is... The we'll most unnecessary we'll sequel I've ever seen. I, I liked Incredibles 2. I thought it was good. It's not bad. I just don't think it... It just wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. Or I thought as it should have been. Mm. We'll do a drinking know. commentary for it. See know. how it holds up. I think up. it's pretty good. Fair. I mean, I, I know what you're saying. It's not like groundbreaking. Mm. And the Although, first one is so good. The Underminer does literally break the ground in some parts of it. Mm, yeah. That pun was intended. But um. Shh. Uh, 2019 we have two for DreamWorks how many for Pixar just the one Uh, we have How to Train Your Dragon The Hidden World Mint just How to Train Your Dragon all round really really good like we said before where they actually get better yeah the only uh, only DreamWorks one Um, and the one where they stopped at the right time as well I feel like yeah because they actually finished it off didn't they this this wasn't like oh let's, let's just drag another one out for no reason this the whole thing felt I'm like... I'm sure they could find a way to dr- to make another one, but they yeah. actually finished off the main story. Yeah, and they've and had they the restraint. Really well. And yeah, it's a really nice ending. Fuck, well sad when the dragons go away. They had to do it though, Mike. They did, but very sad. I um, cried my eyes off. Not watch it again since. <laughs> <laughs> I can't cope with the emotions. I feel too many feelings. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that is a, that's a big win. That's a great film. And then they did Abominable which I haven't seen, but you have I seen. I have seen. I really liked this. I went to watch it in the cinema. You did? I had a really nice time. Got loads of Is it the Abominable yeah, Snowman? Yes. Yeah, yeah. The kind of one like, yeah, he's... Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. And it's like, it's fe- it, all the visuals in it were really good. Mm. And it's like, um, and it's kind of like an adventure story with on like a physical journey, but also an emotional journey. Nice. I can't fully remember the plot, to be truthful. I watched it when it came out, like literally in the cinema. I've not yeah. watched it since. Not through it not being any good. I don't really know why I've not watched it since. Too busy watching Morbius on a loop. That is true. It does take up a lot of my time. <laughs> Getting through it once a day is difficult. <laughs> it's like, yeah, an, I really like, it's it. like an apple a day, isn't it? An apple a day and a Morbin time a day. Keep the doctor away. Um, Keeps the blood bag away. <laughs> the budget for Abominab- Abominable? Abom- yeah, I nearly called it Abomination. <laughs> the budget for Abominable was $75 million, with a box office of $188.7 million. So a bit of a fail. And again, I think maybe this is one of those where it's like, okay, it's a big snowman. 
Frozen had already been out. I feel like some of them are a bit too similar for other ones. You're like, oh, it's set in a snow world. Yeah. I just feel like people are like, oh, I've seen Frozen, so I don't need to see that. Not that I don't. I don't think the two are similar at all. I just think Lovely. when it comes to marketing something like that, I think they kind of have to stand out. Where like Inside Out and Coco massively stand out. Double check, please. I I might be wrong, but with what you're saying as well, I'm pretty sure this came out in the summer. It came out in September. That was close. And How to Train Your Dragon came out in February, so they went for like. The, the uh, book ended the summer. They didn't have a summer release. They just did either side of it. And How to Train Your Dragon 3, of a budget of $129 million, made $525.7 million. So again, it it, it was uh, de- diminishing returns, which is surprising. Um, yeah. But but I, I think that is one where it, this one deserves to make more money. Yeah, I think so. And I think maybe, again, it was just a reputation of like, oh, God, did you see Kung Fu Panda 3? That one very good. Did you see the Penguins of Madagascar and Madagascar 3? That one very good. Oh, I'll turn your dragon yeah, 3. I'll give that a miss. Yeah, I think like... getting sick of it. Um, what, would Pixar, what did Pixar do in 2019? Toy Story 4. Oh, right. Bad. Is this the Forky one? Yeah. Yeah. Forking shit. <laughs> see what I did there? I don't get it. Fork sounds like fuck. Oh, forking shit. I thought you said fork and shit. N- no. I said, I don't eat my shit with a fork. I prefer a spoon. She just want to do a laugh and I'll like, edit together. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I won't edit together, but that's funny. <laughs> um, um, yeah. No, this is disgusting, Mike. They had a budget of 200 million. <laughs> this it is made, disgusting. It made one billion. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is one, again, where that does not deserve a billion just at all. riding on the success of the previous. Yeah, ruining a perfect ending. Literally a perfect ending for the trilogy. How disgusting and abhorrent as well. <laughs> they came out the same year. That's <laughs> how strange Dragon the Hidden World. And that deserved it, better, Mike. Doubled the money Give as well. Give the billion to Toothless. Don't deserve it. <laughs> for so he can raise his family right. Yeah. He's got three kids to feed. Fucking fuck I just Snap you in half. I think maybe... Would, would Joking, that, I am. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, we've had these couple of good ideas. We've got, you know, we've got Inside Out and we've got Coco, but we don't have enough ideas to do, like, a new film every year. So they're like, right, let's just bang out some sequels or we think of more new ideas. And then so they've gone, right, oh, should we do a fourth Toy Story? No, no, no. And they've put it off right to the end because they've done everything else first. Yeah, because they know we'll, like, Incredibles 2. Oh, fuck, we're going to have to do it. We can't think of anything else. We'll ruin that ending. We'll give you a quite unsatisfactory storyline revolving around, like, Bo Peep and... An Weird. evil doll and a voice box or something. Um, <laughs> just odd. I don't know why they'd ruin that ending. Didn't Buzz and Woody go their separate ways at the end of four? Um, yeah, I think so. Woody becomes like a, a a wilderness toy. He goes off with Bo Peep, doesn't he? What's what's a toy going to do in the wilderness? Like just nonsense. Weird. Gonna get stepped on, and broken, and just die in the street. It was a shame, especially like you said, because. Three was so good. The ending was perfect. Yeah. I'm giving DreamWorks that the win that year. Just box office is obviously Pixar, but in terms of actually good creative content. I know. And then speaking of good creative content, DreamWorks threw that away for 2020 when they did Trolls World Tour and The Crudes A New Age. Both sequels. Um neither that I watched. Oh my god. Oh shit. Right. COVID time box office is go oh, out the window i was course. very confused when i looked at the trolls um so it's harder to say um it's equal to trolls this is one where they go on a world tour it's just like a singing film but i think the film sing had been out at this point as well oh, so i don't good. think trolls would have done amazingly anyway but it made 48 million from a budget of 90 to 110 million but Ooh. again feb this came out in february so this is like it maybe got a week in cinemas Oh, that's really unlucky. Yeah, because yeah. this is literally lockdown. Oh, no shit. It was April 10th. Oh, so it's in lockdown. So it must Yeah, be. it's probably just the start of lockdown for the yeah, UK. Yeah, maybe America hadn't locked down yet. And it, mm. so it, but, yeah. I can't remember properly, to be honest. Shock. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Croods uh, to made $216 million from a budget of $65 million, um, which for the time, I think he's very good, to be fair. Yeah. Very, very good. Um, again, I don't really want to watch the Croods. Yeah, I'm surprised. That's actually really I'm good. I'm very surprised. But again, maybe it kind of worked well for it with it being like, oh, there's there's nothing else on. Mm, yeah. The kids are bored. Let's go watch Croods. Because Craig called it 
uh, and this is in this is in quotations, a decent enough follow up. So um, I don't think it's wow. great based on that that uh, gleaming review. That is the funniest review I think I've ever. <laughs> decent enough follow up. If you've got if you've got fuck all else to do, go watch it. What was okay, uh, Pixar's Pixar? We've had two films in 2020. The first one was Onward, and the second was oh. Soul. So Onward. Very, very good. Love Onward. Again, I would say Onward is in the. For me, it's in the category of Inside Out and Coco. Yep. Really creative. Really so again touching, was moving. Just under 200 million. Box office 142. Can you look at it in the same way though, knowing it plays a role in Chris Pratt now being given every voice acting job? I was just about to say, right, when I clicked on the picture and scrolling through the Google and the cast, I was going to say, oh, it's got a good cast. And I'm just, I'm just going to say something, Mike. Go on, you're going to say something about Chris Pratt again, aren't you? <laughs> you're going to say how much you hate Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt, come to the UK a day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about uh, animated film having a good cast. Mm-hmm. I just don't care. I, I don't agree. care if it's got a big name in it. I don't care that Tom Holland's in it. It won't make me go and watch an animated film because I don't care whose voice it is. I agree. Mario should be Italian. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love that this gets brought up. This has been brought like six weeks on a row. We haven't mentioned Mario since we did like the trailer. But every week it gets brought up. No, I only said that to be funny. And clearly it was. I do agree though. I don't I just, think I don't, the cast of an animated care. film matters if, at no, all. No, it doesn't. It doesn't matter at all. As long as they do a good just do voice. A good, yeah. Just do a good voice. Just read the part nicely. Don't. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I don't know why I decided to bring this up now at the end of the list, but. Just throw in some shade Tom Holland's way as well. Yeah, fuck him. Get on. <laughs> <laughs> Give someone else a chance. Yeah, he's no Andrew Garfield. Fucking Chris Pratt, Tom Holland keeping those seats warm. <laughs> <laughs> Give someone else a chance. <laughs> keeping those seats warm. Um, Selfish. Chris Pratt leaves the recording studio. You've been here for six years. Get okay. the fuck out. <laughs> um, I really like the Mario though. sequel. Fucking knob. Aside from <laughs> yeah, Katie's, I love Donwoods. Let's get back onto the point. Aside questions. from the fact that Katie was throwing darts at the TV every time Chris Pratt spoke, <laughs> we did both really enjoy Onward. Um, and what was the other one? Soul. Soul's a weird one because Soul's the one where it's like, was it? I don't know if it was the first um, black lead character in a Pixar film. I mean, <laughs> but it was a, it was, and but then anyway, the twist of it is that like halfway through the film. The, the black main character becomes like a a, a blob. Yeah, like, like, a, like a, a soul blob. Like, like a soul like blob, Potter. yeah. And it kind of, it's like, oh, well, if you've made this like, exclu- like this inclusive film focused on, you know, the black community, it's weird to halfway through make him like a, just a blob. Yeah, for him to know on Yeah, and I, I remember reading tone. like a lot of criticism of that at the time. And it, it feels in bad taste, it, that. It's weird when you watch it. It's a bit jarring. I've not actually seen it, so I can't judge it too much. But yeah. I don't know if it seems a bit of a cop-out, really, to... Yeah. Finally. Exactly, yeah, and then... And then he's just All of a sudden, a he's just a yeah, okay. blue bit of soul. Um, so this budget was $150 million, It made one, two, one. But again, COVID, so these numbers can't really be trusted. Um, in 2021, we actually come onto a film that I've never heard of. Ooh. Spirit Untamed, which I think is a sequel to that film about a horse. Spirit, the horse film. Oh yeah, I remember. Well, this one had a budget of thirty million and made forty-two point seven million. Um, hmm. But Jake Gyllenhaal's in it. Does he voice the horse? No way of knowing. No, no way, way of knowing. Um, and then they also made the Boss Baby family business. So that's another. That's two shocking years in a row for DreamWorks. And fair enough. I know yeah. COVID has obviously affected the box office numbers, but just in terms of actually making like creative films, they've made four bad sequels. <laughs> in the space of two yeah, years. Yeah, I really um, agree with what you said before about kind of tarnishing the original. I think so. And then, yeah, so this uh, Boss Baby, budget of 82 million, made 146. Um, the Rotten Tomatoes critics called it a painless diversion for the kids, which, again, doesn't seem like a compliment. No. Your kids won't be in physical pain while you watch this. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Well done, DreamWorks. No kids were hurt. <laughs> Your child won't enjoy it, but they won't be in pain either. <laughs> and the sweet spot. Just what you want from a an afternoon out. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, Pixar? I've not heard of this film either. 
this is their only release and i clicked i kind of recognize the promo picture but it's called luca yeah so this is when cinemas are, i think they, they were more or less reopening and pixar kept doing this thing uh disney kept doing this thing where they put the pixar film straight to disney plus uh, so luca's about a little mermaid boy i'm pretty sure i would support that a little italian picture. mermaid boy i think for all everything i've heard it's quite good um, but right. again, it, it, they, they did this weird thing where they just kept dumping films on um, Disney+. Plus. Also, it's cute. Because I think, is the next one they did Turning Red? Yeah, I think so. And again, well, Luca that... made 50, just under 50 million. There is no um, budget on Wikipedia for whatever reason. Dun, dun, dun. The drama. Someone gave uh, him for free. Would you like this film? Yeah, Turning Red 22. Yeah, which is apparently so. very good. I don't know. I haven't seen it because this. they whacked it on Disney Plus, and I, yeah. I don't really like watching new films straight on the telly. I like watching them in a the cinema. Well, we need to give up that pipe dream. Well, we I? do, yeah. Because I'm not going to put Turning Red back in the cinema for me, are they? Um, in 2022. <laughs> Maybe if you ask really, really. Nice <laughs> <laughs> send him a letter. Uh, and again, I think DreamWorks <gasps> were in 2022. Ooh. The box office, Mike. Obviously, this means still COVID. Turning but, Red. Yeah. It wasn't really. It just was put straight on Disney Plus. Well, it makes fucking sense because the budget was one seven five million. The box office was twenty. It's because the guy who owned, the guy who was in charge of Disney at the time, the CEO, he just didn't like animated films, which is why they didn't put any advertising into um, Turning Red or Strange New World. Strange Worlds. Strange Worlds, yeah. Strange yep. World. World. It was called Strange. What Strange New Worlds? Um, I don't know. Bad dream sounds like. <laughs> um, and then they put. They obviously marketed Lightyear just because it was a marketable face, but he was just like, I don't like animation, so we're not going to put any money into them. Um, what so a stupid thing to do. I think DreamWorks have won 2022 because they made The Bad Guys, which mm. is uh, like a heist film with like a wolf, a shark, a snake, a lizard, a little crab thing. Supposed to be really good. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Um, obviously, we'd recovered from COVID at this point, more or less. Most places... Um, or at least cinemas were open, so we had this made uh, 250 million from a budget of 69 million. Funny number, and then of course we have Puss in Boots: The Last Wish. <laughs> you laughing at my funny number? It's a funny we number. can't really include Puss in Boots because it's not technically properly out. Well, yet. it's already made, and again not out everywhere yet. It's already made 297.5 million. Wow. And a budget of 90 million. Go on, Puss. And it's been incredibly well reviewed, and I imagine it will probably win. I, I, it'll probably win the Oscar. I don't think there's been much else this film this year that would um, beat it. No, I mean the, the last one on Did my list is Lightyear. Globe? Oh, not good. What? Lightyear. Really? Are you enjoyed it at the time? Yeah, it's fine. I I don't understand why a kid would want to watch it. Is why it's, it's not boring. good. It's not a kids' film. It's it's no. it's boring and it's like all about time and it's. Buzz Lightyear keeps doing this mission so all his friends grow old and die. And <laughs> and this is like the opening 15 minutes as well. This isn't the whole film. And then he fights Zerg, but Zerg's just old evil Buzz. And it's like a contemplation of himself. Is he going to become like an inner... It's like a, it's like a, it's like a proper drama. It's yeah, it's like a proper drama, yeah. An insightful piece, a character study about Buzz Lightyear. And people don't want that. Yeah. It should have just been Buzz Lightyear in space having a space adventure. It was boring. Like shooting aliens and stuff. So it, I liked it. Yeah, it was But good. the whole time I was watching it, I was like, this is not a kid's film. No. They'd be bored shitless. There's a funny dog. Is it a dog or a cat? There's a funny dog in yeah, it. Yeah, Socks. Socks is very funny. Socks uh, is nice. Socks is the cat. only bit thing of the, about that film that I think kids would like. Yeah. Rather it's than like they had to shove him in last minute. Cause yeah, 100%. We've done, so like, not oh done what God. we're supposed to do. We made a film about just Buzz Lightyear having a mental breakdown. <laughs> this is well, yeah, this is not gonna this is not gonna do well. Um, how much money did that make? The budget was two hundred million, and it made two two six point four. It's not as bad as I thought it was gonna be, to be honest. But that is a big flop for that. Uh, did it win the Golden Globe? Oh, it didn't. It didn't win Best Animated Feature Film. It was just nominated. What one? Uh, can I find it? It may have been. When is the nominees? What do you think? Do you think Turning Red? 2022? Oh, no, it was uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Ah, uh, okay. So she's supposed to be really good as well, so fair play. Um, so overall, that brings us to the end of it. Who do you think had the better decade? It's Pixar, I think, just because there's some creativity in there. 
Yeah, probably that. But they have so. both massively relied on sequels and spin-offs and franchises and yeah I, I hope that leaves animation i feel like i think it's, it's gonna have it's gonna have to it's lazy like it, you said the majority there is a couple of uh good good stuff there's some gems in there isn't there but some gems mainly yeah. like but mainly it's relying on sequels so naturally it can't then rely on sequels because there's not enough gems exactly to because do now that they now. haven't yeah and like they'll do a sequel to inside out like which they are doing yeah and dream is going to try and bring back kung fu panda again but at some point surely they're going to have to say right mm. no we need we need a good new idea here and then maybe do another 10 years of good new ideas and then the 10 years after that you can be lazy and just do more sequels but like you need a base of yeah a good good pool of ideas to draw from now yeah and also with like the streaming now and disney plus like monsters inc's got their own show there's a cars show it's just too much there is too much of it so i think the in danger of like hurting Very all these stressful. brands it's very, very stressful. Very stressful. For me as a watcher, a viewer. Especially the fact that How can I watch, watch Chris them Pratt as Garfield. Chris Pratt won't get out of the recording studio. <laughs> he's locked himself. <laughs> he's just barricaded himself in. Oh, he's having a <laughs> dirty protest. <laughs> I can't wait to go and watch Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and he's the voice of Rocket and Groot. <laughs> <laughs> just both speaking like Star-Lord. Like, no, tears in my eyes again. <laughs> Very stressful. Very stressful. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let us know what you think about animated films. Do you like the sequels? Are there any good ones? Are there any other studios that we haven't referenced, which there obviously are, that we've missed? Hidden Gems, like Sing, Frozen. Yeah. Um, Who make Frozen? That's Disney, Disney, but, like, just Disney animation. Uh, just have two separate things for some reason. Greedy. Very greedy. Very greedy. Just more films to cast Chris Pratt in, I suppose. <laughs> Um, as always, thank you very much for listening. This has been a lot of old waffle waffling with me, on. Mike, and me, Katie. We're very good at waffling on. We aren't are we? good at waffling on, and these come out every Monday and/or Tuesday, depending on how on board we are with uh, recording. We have done a cheeky Wednesday before. Uh, we have done a cheeky Wednesday before <laughs> as well, actually. Yeah. Our drinking commentaries, though, we're good with them. They go out every Thursday. This week's will be Shrek. And that's very exciting. Uh, we drink, we do a hateful sip every time we see a Lord Farquaad. That's one of the fun. many rules. It's very fun. And our drunken debates go up when, every third when, Wednesday. No, as and when, Mike, we have something Always on a Wednesday, debate. though. Always on a Always Wednesday. Always on a Wednesday if one's going to go up. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Please get in touch with us on Twitter. Let us know your thoughts. Here we are at Sweet Films Alc, ALC, on Twitter. And have a good week. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs>